0: It's impossible to discuss horror movie fandom without covering the big three. Without naming these three franchises by name, I think it's safe to say all of you know which ones I'm talking about. Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the 13th. Now, This may just be me in my opinion, but if you ask a horror fan to rank the big three, their answer is always the best way to access their horror wheelhouse. You could really see their foundations in the movies that spark their passion. And when I say movies, I do mean movies. The Big Three alone has 32 films among them, with a 33rd on the way. And no, I did not include A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. I'm sorry, but every hopeful part in my body can't imagine anyone on this earth loving that movie more than the rest of the franchise. So that being said, I think it's safe to say that most everyone has seen at least one of these 32 movies, and there's an even better chance that one of these movies has changed your life. Or at least your sleeping schedule for a few weeks out of your childhood. That's the way I, and I know many others feel about the film we're discussing today. One of the best films to come out of the big three. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. It's the quintessential Friday that helped turn our favorite hockey mask killer into a playground legend. Horny teenagers, brutal kills, and Corey Feldman. I mean, what more could you ask from an 80s movie? I'm honored that this makes our 50th movie that we've discussed here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast, and it's an even bigger honor to have you guys here with us. So together we're going to look for that corkscrew and unmask everything we know about this iconic film. Without any further introduction, here is our take on Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Ozark, I see you down there.
1: What's going on on this Thursday? What's going on in this Monday when this episode comes out? Yeah, that's true. We are here today to celebrate... Celebration! You know why? Because this is the Sloppy Horror Podcast official 50th, 50th episode. Well, 50th movie, yeah. Yes, 50th episode of the Sloppy Horror Podcast. That's a milestone. That's a big number. That's a great number. Wow. There has been 50 hours total of content in your ass. And that's fantastic. So we are here today. To continue this grave train, keep it on rolling, keep it on rolling. What are we talking about? Look, what are folks, we talking about?
0: <clears throat> before we jump into this fantastic movie, I can't say anything but fantastic. All right, we took the fucks with the category already out of here, Mark. So I'm not, I fucks with it real heavy. But, anyways, before we do that, folks. We'd love to say thank you for being here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. This is a show where we are not watered down with plugs and a bunch of sponsors and, you know, annoying advertisements. But what we do have, folks, is we have bonus content available for each and every one of you. And that's available on Patreon.com sloppyhorror And if you go there, you can find some fun bonus content that Mark and I, it's weekly episodes we put out, but it's a little bit different from this platform. Sometimes we're talking scary movies, but we're really talking about whatever we want to talk about. And if you're looking for a way to support the show, there's many different tiers from $3, $5, $10, $20, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling. But if you guys want some bonus stuff and uh, support the show, that's where you could do it. Now, we've got all of our introductions out of the way. Yeah. Folks, today we're talking about most people's favorite Friday the 13th. Folks, we're talking about some, a lot. Of people's favorite Jason movie. And that movie is Friday the 13th, part four. The, the final, final chapter.
1: chapter. Dun, dun, dun. Wow, this is a big one here. <clears throat> you picked a big one for the 50th. Did you pick this on purpose because it's the 50th? Or did it just happen I, to fall in the 50th? It just happened. And okay. it, it, you know. It happened naturally. We we had some bangers this, this season. As we always do. When,
0: as we always do. Very correct. Now... What's fun about this, Mark, what's really fun about this, is the fact, like, all right, let's look at Jason. Let's step outside of the box.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Friday the thirteenth, part one. That was Jason killing people? Nope. Nope, that was his mama. He he's a weird little boy. He's, you know, he pops out of the boat. Second one, he's got his, you know, potato sack on his head. It's lots of fun. He got people with a pitchfork. I liked it. But it wasn't the Jason we know. Part three, the man gets his mask eventually. He kind of has like a slow walk to him. The fourth one is the one that seems like the first Jason. It seems like the first one where Jason, um, he moved different. He was played by Ted White. And Ted White was like a legendary stunt man throughout the years of Hollywood. He worked with like John Wayne, um, <clears throat> Clark Gable, some of the biggest actors of all time. He's a stunt man. Did a lot of westerns. Real man's man, if you will. And uh, I've seen many of panels with this guy. He's great. I've met him before. Kane, Kane Hodder's my favorite, Jason, hands down. But this is my favorite Friday the Thirteenth. It's not even close. I watched this so many times when I was little. My dad actually showed me this movie, which is strange. I really think about this. So let me take you back. You remember when Kroger, I don't know if you guys have Kroger, if you have Ralph's, if you, whatever grocery store that you guys have, but Piggly Wiggly. You remember when they had video stores inside of those? Yes. And you could rent VHS tapes? Mm-hmm. I remember my dad getting this one, and I was like eight, dude. Like, and we brought it back and we watched it. I don't remember if he fast-forwarded. I remember seeing boobs. But I don't know if he fast-forwarded at parts, whatever. But every time I watch this as, like, an adult, I'm like, damn, Dad, you went full send. You really, uh, I mean, here we are.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is uh, probably the most nudity in a film we have done so far on this here podcast. There's a lot of boobies. There's a lot of sex. It's basically sex and violence. It's softcore porno. And don't forget the pot. And <laughs> the pot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's basically, what was that, Siskel and Ebert, I believe? Correct. When Why? they were talking about the original Friday the 13th when they said it's just a series of forgettable characters that come on screen and die. <laughs> yeah. That is the pure definition of this movie. And
0: they continued to rip. the. I'm glad that you brought them up because that is very important. The uh, Friday the 13th franchise, they chose to harp on a lot. I mean, throughout all of these first few movies, they harped on a lot. And it was strange because they liked movies like uh, Last House on the Left and Halloween. They were very selective and weird. Like, they liked some but not all, and they would really attack. But in my opinion, the reason why Halloween went a little further than the Friday the 13th franchise, there's less gore. You remember the first Halloween. I mean, there's gore, but a lot of it's implied. I mean, there's a little blood, but it was a lot more artsy, if you will. That first Friday the 13th, I remember Kevin Bacon getting a thing through his neck. <laughs> yeah, like there's some hacking to yeah. pieces. I mean,
1: that's the thing. Uh, when you look at the majority of an audience that's looking at a film, the more gore you put into it, the less appealing it's going to be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's why the that's why the horror movies that do subject subjective and implied gore tend to do more well because not believe it or not not everybody likes to see an onslaught of gore in a movie for an hour and a half i know that's okay that's not that's people's taste some people just don't like watching it you know and that's fine but you know when you, you you make a character like jason okay you can't have that much implied gore it's not going to work. Like, the, the, half, the, half of the Jason movies is you watch it for the gore and the kills. And he's
0: creative. Jason's always been creative. He's always been able—you know, of course you think machete when you think of Jason, but he has many things that he uses throughout his movies, and I think that's why the fans would uh, return. It became like a, well, how are you going to get this guy this time? And it became entertaining. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong. This frightened me when I was little. This was the reason that, like, this started the legend of Jason for me. Watching this really was like, yo, he, and then once they took his mask off, like, you just, like, there's something like that out there.
1: My little brain just could not wrap around that, so. Right, well, yeah, I think this started Jason for really everybody, because, I mean, you say the word Jason Voorhees, the hockey mask is going to immediately pop up in your photographic brain. As long as you've seen him once. Not him as a boy. Not his mom. Not him in a potato sack. No, you're looking yep. at the hockey mask. That's exactly right.
0: And let's not let's not leave out, I mean, can you really have an 80s movie without Corey Feldman? He had a young Corey Feldman, so that, that's some glue that sticks things together there. Yeah, you gotta have uh, the old Felster in there. I mean, you got Crispin Glover. I mean, before he was Crispin Glover doing his weird dance, the iconic
1: weird dance in this movie. I, know. I always, back into the future, ruined that guy for me because that's all I think <laughs> yeah, of is yeah. McFly. Don't be such a stiff McFly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember him in Willard. Do you remember that? Yeah. Willard? Yeah. He's such a... he's. He's a strange guy. He's a strange guy, but, uh, was, you know, strange that he chose acting, but I guess you need weird looking actors. Look, folks, this is going to be, we haven't really even jumped into a synopsis as if we even need one. This but might be the world record of here on a Sloppy Horror podcast the fastest synopsis ever. <laughs> Look, you got the Jarvis family. You got Mrs.
0: Jarvis, you got Trish, and you got Tommy. That's, that's little, little Corey Feldman. They're in a family, dad's gone, or they're divorced. And uh, the, you like this family. They got a dog, all-American family, living in, like, uh, this nice house kind of secluded. Living in the woods. Yeah. And then um, next door, group of kids come up to party and spend the weekend. And we know how Jason deals with that. He doesn't appreciate that, so he comes through wreck shit, which works his way to the Jarvises. And um, Tommy Jarvis kills him in the end. Well, he subdues him till the next movie, we mm-hmm. shall say. Yes. Actually, for the next two movies, because the fifth one wasn't Jason.
1: It was Roy, the ambulance driver. But that's neither here nor there. Whoa, don't get too far into the future here. Wow. Wow. But that's it. You know, that, that pretty much sums it up. Um, Tell you what, though, what a way to start off a movie. It's a nice little montage they had there in the little beginning, wouldn't you say? I that love that. That was pretty that. sick. I love that montage, the around the campfire. Mm-hmm. And they just go through the past three movies. And all the don't... good stuff in there. That's a that's one way hell of a way to kick off a movie. And I like that they didn't have anything in the opening credits. They just had that montage and then they just go to text in the opening credits. I don't know about you, but anytime there's opening credits where there's nothing in the background, it's just text. That's creepy. That makes you feel like you're about to watch something you ain't supposed to watch. I agree with you, dude. It's, like, legendary.
0: Like, bah, like the old Dracula movies and shit would do that. You remember the Hammer movie? The, bah, bah, like, it comes in so loud. You're like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. What else is really, uh, I, and kind of how I mentioned in, t- in the intro, when you talk about the big three franchises, the big three, you got nightmare on Elm Street,
1: Friday the thirteenth, and Halloween. Um and Kazun <coughs> type. Thank you for not doing it into the mic. Yeah. Now don't. what were you what were you saying before your allergies interrupted? I didn't want you to get the covert. Um I don't think that exists anymore. I don't think it ever did. All right. Now <laughs> <laughs>
0: To get thrown off spotify
1: i know we just <laughs> we just said we just said a code
0: word next all right so when we're talking about the big three and i'm sorry texas chainsaw i'm even wearing a texas chainsaw shirt it's but close I'm, four it's on the bench i'm sorry it is but here's why like since the remake in two thousand and three, they cranked out a bunch. Like whereas in the eighties, you had a lot of Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Streets, and Halloween's that far, that far. So it was built in that legendary time. Even in like the mid late eighties, when the slasher boom it was dying. It wasn't the boom. It was the dying of the slasher age. Because the early eighties, like you know, with your sleepaway camps and you know the prowler. I mean, even this here. This is a prime. This is right at the end. This is like the same year. As a nightmare in Elm Street, which, you remember how I've mentioned 1984 before. I'm serious, guys. Seriously, if you're bored one time, just look up 1984 movies on Google, and you're like gonna be like, what happened that year? Like, what was there? Something in the fucking water? Cocaine. Something, dude. Something was fire.
1: Can you you imagine if cocaine was not harmful to you and not addictive? We would get so much... Like, you know the TV shows where it shows like the year we're in now and we all have flying cars and there's like no ground? We'd be like up in the air in like the Jetsons and shit. Stephen King would still like have a book a month. Yeah. (laughs) He'd have a book every like three
0: days. Yeah. That's strange, man. It is really wild, but that is, you know, a nice little thing to look up if you're bored. But when you're talking about the big three franchises here, I feel like I can fairly assess or not I don't want to say judge but I can uh you know see what what your interests are and how you rank them so mark like just for example I want you to just throw out there Halloween Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th franchise if you could put them in a list of like which ones are your favorite like which how would you rate 1 through 3 and there's no wrong answer cuz everyone would answer different even horror nerds yeah out of those 3 which would you think
1: is your fave um Probably probably Friday thirteenth. That's a great answer. Okay. That's so, a close. it's it's close tie between close tie between that and a nightmare on Elm Street. The Halloween I'm putting third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm an I'm Nightmare in Elm Street, Friday
0: thirteenth and Halloween. And what's really weird like Elm Street and Friday the thirteenth, um, I know I always say this, like, I can't count how many times I've watched these movies. These are the ones. I had to expand my horror range as I got older. Like, you realize there's, like, a lot more horror movies. So, as you know, I became a late teenager. I did a lot more research, you know, start going to conventions. You're like, oh, what's this? What's that? You start to learn. You know, I kept diving into the genre. But as a kid, you only get access to what you get access to. Friday the 13th, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street was usually a pretty strong stable to get a hold of through a video store, older brother, cousin, somebody. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, you could get one of them and see it somehow. And those, to me, were, um, I mean, like, I'm not trying to sound corny, but they were for real my, like, my best friends. Like, these people were my best friends growing up. I knew more about these movies than I should have at that age. And I, like, I come off as passionate now, but if I could have brought nine-year-old me, I feel like he would have schooled me. Like, you know, like, I feel like he would be so full of it because it was alive. Like, I don't, I think I knew he wasn't real. But there's the part of me where you're like, he could be, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like that imagination. Because as you get older, you wonder less. And uh, this is just a prime example, Friday the 13th, part four. It, It gives you a wide array of kills. It's just a quintessential, like, if you were to ask me, like, hey, my lady's never seen a Jason movie, but I want to show her one. Which one would it be? Part four. It, it like it, it represents everything that a Friday the 13th should. Not saying others don't, but there's way less ambiguity with it. You just watch it and you're like, wow, that's a Jason movie. Yeah. You get all these teenagers and there's so many different deaths. There's like a, just so many.
1: There's oh, yeah. a wide variety of them. That's probably why... I probably picked uh, Friday the 13th as my favorite probably because if I was if you have to put yourself in the place of the killers, let's say you have to put yourself in the place of right Michael, Freddie, and Jason, okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I probably won't like most probably will not have any interest in going down and trying to hunt my sister for like years and years and years. Well, it's
0: actually not a sister. Well, whatever. There.
1: Whoever. I'm not going to chase one single person. If that, I'll get tired of it. Yeah, and I'd uh, get them. Freddy Krueger. If I was Freddy Krueger, I'd have to kill kids. I can get it. Kids are annoying, but, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think I would feel bad killing kids I after a while. It. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would. <laughs> we now, just want
0: cartoons. Now, Please now, don't kill it us. Was,
1: Now, it would be fun being able to do whatever I want in the dreams. That would be cool. But the fact that it's like, I kind of feel bad about killing this little fucking nerd. I'm sorry. Like, you didn't really do anything. What
0: if they were teenagers but, that were actually 27 years old, like in the movies? Then
1: I would reverse the order. But I'm not. <laughs> so, But I could see myself chilling at my lake, you know, minding my own damn business and these... Dumbass teenagers come up for the weekend being loud and being having all kinds of drugs and sex and partying. You're like, all right, y'all are annoying. Y'all got to keep... The, fuck this. I'm just going to go kill these people. Done with all this you know malarkey. Know I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's why I think <laughs> I would do that. I'm just sitting here trying to fish, and you kids are out here skinny dipping and throwing all your shit around. We found the voice for Jason. Yeah. It's the angry dad. It is.
0: How many times have I told you kids, keep this shit down? I told you I was coming in, didn't I? (laughs) Now get out the shower. You're ruining all the hot water.
1: (laughs) Turn your fucking music down. And save me your fucking beer. Stop watching my porno tapes on the projector. Smoking in my house? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now you're bringing the neighbors into this? I didn't they were keeping to themselves, it was fine, but now they're involved. Now I gotta kill them. Get over here right now. (laughs) <laughs> like that's oh, what we found is.
0: Michael and Jason's he's just. Uh, he's Michael's just
1: soft-spoken.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, get back here.
1: <laughs> y'all didn't know I was here, did you? Y'all, I bet y'all can't see me behind this bush.
0: You know how much upper body strength it takes for me to drop down from this bar? <laughs> I've been working out for a long fucking time for this.
1: I fell out the second door window, but I fell on my back, so I'm good. Say hi to my knife. I've been doing a lot of rap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Jason's just told you once i told you again you come back i'm coming in mm-hmm. and there we are dads always have those weird sayings when you get them real angry they just start saying shit that doesn't make sense told everybody couches now all the remotes up here all right done everybody's messing around i'm gonna take the fucking batteries out of here Everybody's like gee what that's not making any sense Dads, when they get angry, is fucking scary and funny at
1: the same time. Dad freakouts in movies. That's why it sucks, because you can't relay your anger to anybody because everybody thinks it's funny that you're angry. <laughs> Dude, it's the worst. Like, people, it's you know what sucks about being an older gentleman? Okay, you know what sucks is their anger is comedy. Your anger is their comedy. So what do they do? They enjoy pissing you off. They enjoy pissing you off because they, you know... People enjoy pissing me off, and the whole family and kids they'll gaslight it like, "Well, what's wrong?
0: You're freaking out." No, no, I'm not. Who's this shit?
1: As an older gentleman, nobody is on your side, no matter what you say. Nobody believes you because you're aggressive. Yeah, nobody believes you. You're just just dumb old dad. Nobody. No, that's how it is, and that's why we have Jason killing people on Crystal Lake for this many years. He's just an angry dad. You know that. Out of all of the Friday the
0: 13th, I would say these characters—I mean, all characters you kind of want to die in a Friday the 13th—but these characters you almost related with more. I thought they did a really go- good job in this movie of making kids that actually seemed like kids. Um you know Teddy, the you know the pothead and and uh, Jimmy Crispin Glover, Glover's character, they ad-libbed quite a few scenes in this movie, and they were just like really kind of, and you could tell they had fun. They were really joking, like the computer scenes, and he's like, "I want to get a girl," and it says, "Let's see what the computer says." It says you're a dead fuck. And he's like, "Ah," oh. <laughs> like, she's like, "Ah, oh, I'm so horny." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then later, that girl stood up, Teddy, and he says, Why don't you put that in your computer? See what that says. <laughs> they, they, they really had a fun friendship, you know, and I, I really appreciated that. Um, and not all of the Friday the 13th have that. Some are like, Okay, how fast can we get them off the screen? like you're making me very angry. These people seemed legit. Like even like the little relationship drama, it seemed semi real. You're like, "Oh, there's a there's a
1: tad bit of acting range in here." No, you've seen, you've anybody that's at our age has gone through this bullshit already and you've seen all situations. Almost all the situations you've seen happen to some people that you know. You know what I mean? I think so, uh yeah, they they really made an authenticity of like what kids were actually like. Right, and it's great because I wanted to kill every single one of them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kill all the girls just because they're annoying. <laughs> shut, shut, shut up and die! You got you know Ted, annoying nerd. Kill him, Jimmy. Kill him. Oh all yeah, them. pothead. Yeah, <laughs> Paul. What Paul. about what about Axel? The nurse, the first guy to
0: get it. The guy that was the hospital guy oh, and he was like watching the girls thing. dancing. Oh
1: yeah, dude, he
0: was <laughs> that guy was funny. <laughs> Although he got it like Jason like straight cut his head off and oh, twisted yeah. it.
1: That would have not been a fun way to go. Well yeah, it's, he's the first one. You got the first one, you got to make a statement. Got to set the tone, bro. Oh yeah. You got to set the tone while well, this dude's just working, watching, watching, uh, you know, white women try and twerk before it was a thing on <laughs> that video. is just three I girls just, bad. Yeah. There just in the circle.
0: <laughs> yep. I like how he, he got the girl, too. He just fucking smashed her head, like,
1: you know. Yeah, he don't give no fucks. He don't care.
0: He don't play games. No. Nah you know what's even funnier is like ted white did not come on to this franchise because he was like interested in friday the 13th or being jason it was just a role so it's like just old man's like all right let's make it fast like put your mic up on all right, i look spooky enough like you know just like and he's like angry the whole time he said uh you know Corey feldman really did piss him off in the filming of this which is really funny you should look into it uh I just think it's funny, because he's like this like old John Wayne kind of guy, and he's just like, goddamn kids. And he really was that way, and you can kind of see it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Although, he did put up a little protest. There was um, a Sam, the girl that died. Is that her name? Yeah, Sam is the one who died in the lake. Uh, she got mad because her boyfriend, Paul, was talking to the other girl, one of the double-mint
1: twins. Yeah, and then she got... Uh, Went out you know, to the lake. Yeah, like a Kevin Bacon style and stepped through a raft. So, like, apparently that it was, like, 20-something degrees outside,
0: and, like, they made her go in there, and the way it was was it was like, a fake body in the raft, but she was, like, underneath with her head, so she's just, like, staying underwater. And, like, she was so fucking cold, she was getting to hypothermia, and, like, uh, Ted White was like, no, you're going to pull that girl out of the water. And he's like, no, we got to get the scene done. And he's like, no, 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 like, I'm off this fucking movie. If you don't take that girl out of water, warm her up, she's going to die. Yeah. Like and I, I think that's kind of cool, man. Like the old, because I could picture like if you listen to the guy I've talk. If anybody's heard him talk, he's just got that real, You're gonna get that girl out of the water, like, like <laughs> right now. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> just,
1: Stop blocking the road. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: You gotta get her out of the water right now. <laughs> just an old western type dude. So that that's kind of a nice little, I. There's a lot of facts that... I mean, I don't want to say they're common to everybody because not everybody's a nerd and seen all the documentaries. But this movie's a lot pretty well talked about. So, yeah, I mean, quite a few people have heard that. I've I've seen these guys on panels. The, the girl who played Sam, Ted White, and... um forget who the hell else was on that panel. I forget who. But it was fun. It was a good time. And I've just heard so much shit about this movie throughout the years. Now... The what-do-you-know facts that eventually will come, I really did my best job at trying to make those the most non-basic, all right? That's why I said the Double Mint twins. Those twins were actually in a commercial for the Double Mint, uh, like 82 or something. Okay. So. Did not know that. Yep. Apparently, one of the girls went in to try out, as the story says. It's not verified. The girl went to try out and, like, mid-her interview... She's going through the resume, and he's like, Wait, you got twin sister? You guys were in the double mint. Could she come on? Can you guys take your shirt off? Bet you're in. Like, and that's how that worked. That's how that. <laughs> that's all you need. A little TNA. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. But I think even the ladies enjoy it because
1: you know why? Everyone dies. Did you like the fact that Corey Feldman's character was in the horror movies and masks? probably saw yourself a lot in him. I did. I did. And um,
0: you know what's an interesting fact, Mark, is like you have this sometimes, this weird uh, parallel throughout Tommy, like Tommy Doyle in the Halloween series. So the two Tommies in the Friday and the Halloween are strange, right? You get to you know, Tommy Doyle and Halloween. Is the boogeyman real? All the kid wanted to do was watch monster stuff and carve pumpkins. He was obsessed with the boogeyman. That's all this kid wanted to do was spooky shit. You go into Tommy Jarvis, this little kid's building masks and doing stuff like that, okay? You go into, like, Monster Squad, you know, and the kids are obsessed. I love how horror movies sometimes sprinkle the super fan in there. Because it is. I do see a lot of myself in that. Um, That's just... I don't know, it's really hard to, to put down in words... That feeling of, like, when you're a kid looking onto monster stuff, it just seemed larger than life, but it seemed real, you know? Not in a fearful way and in, like, a you bitches better recognize because what's the old-fashioned rule of, like, the boogeyman and stuff? He doesn't—he only messes with the people who don't know about him, you know? Like, you got to be aware of him and, like, be cool with him kind of thing. So I don't know. All right, and your young brain, that's how I, like, that was the rationale. Like, I know about this shit, so he ain't gonna mess with me. Y'all are dumb.
1: <laughs> you know, like, you just, I had an insight to all the creepy stuff of the world. Yeah, like little kids uh, being scared of clowns. I remember that. Like, it's okay. I'm friends with the clowns. Mm-hmm. So then you to come here. Exactly, man. Yeah. it It's
0: just kind of a, it, it is fun. But really what I think that was is um, what's really crazy What would you think of the special effects in this movie? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. You know why? They were done by a man that we talked to two weekends ago. A man named Tom Savini. And we've talked about Tom many a time on this show. Okay? But what's really crazy is he wasn't the first makeup guy that was offered the role. They had somebody else. And then I forget why that guy backed out. I think it was like creative differences. And Mm. then they got Tom, which at this point, Paramount really wanted to end the franchise. They did not want Friday the 13th to continue. I don't know if they looked at it as like a tarnish or whatever, but they called it the final chapter because they really intended for it to be the final chapter. It wasn't. Um, So they were killing him off. So like for Tom Savini, he was like, man, I created the monster. Now I get to kill him. And I heard him, like, quoted, talking, like, you know, Frankenstein kind of thing, Dr. Frankenstein. And I thought that was cool. I mean, the effect at the end when Tommy Jarvis, uh, you know, kills him with the machete but his head slides down. When his head slides down the machete, at that time frame, there weren't many things equivalent to that. And, like, for me, you're like, is he dead? Is he fucking dead? Like, you don't know, dude. Like, I, you don't know at this point, but it was pretty wicked to see, and his eyes moving, and he sliding down. You know, in 2022, there's a little, it's comedic at some points to look at it, but for that time frame, being a kid, having that on tape, like, you're like, oh, I don't fuck. Yeah, it's a when, different time. It just, yeah, it's just burned into your retinas, and like, that's like, usually when you were younger watching something scary, too, you're not like pausing and rewinding all the time right away. You just watch it, and it just is like burned there. It's like the the aftershock of an earthquake, you know, so like the next two nights of going to bed, you're like up the stairs like, (laughs) you know, like you're like, you're really on the edge of your seat. But I loved that. I don't know why. I think I always kind of ran towards that.
1: I love that too. I love that too. But now, as you can see, I've interrupted your train of thought because we need to get into this shit right here, right here, right here, right here. Let's go. Welcome back to the one and only, what do you know here? This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about the smoothie, Friday the 13th, final chapter, part four, right? So, now, if you're unfamiliar with this segment here, if this is your first time here... You're about to find out what we know. But if you don't know what we know, you're gonna find out what we know and you're gonna have a we know gas but if you know what we know, then you're gonna we're gonna know together and you're just gonna relay, you know, you, you everybody's gonna have a good time here. So you probably you know you know how it goes. I always forget how to do that intro because I do it so many times. I don't I never wrote it down. what are you gonna well, do? Polish here? it up. Polish it up. I don't over do that. There. I go off the top baby. Polish I it up, spray Paulie. and pray, you understand? Okay. Check me out now. I got a fact here. This is a great fact. Okay, this is a fact that not many people know about this movie. This is very interesting. Whoa! So look what I got for you here. So, I'm intrigued. You uh, mentioned uh, Tom, Sav- the great Tom Savini, earlier. You yeah, know, he did. did. He did all the the makeup and all that, the special effects and stuff for this he movie, did. right? Okay. He did. Okay. So we got Tom Savini. Now, if you go back in time here. To a little movie called Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, he did that movie too. Also done by Mr. Tom Savini. Now, right. There is a area in that movie where Tom Savini is in the movie, and he's in the biker With gang. With the bikers, yeah. You...
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I Listen got excited. I got I'm excited. trying to do something. I'm trying to make excited. this. I'm trying
1: to hype this up, and you're over here. I, I got... don't need no hype, man. I got excited. You shut up. Listen to me. Okay, so where was I? Yes. Okay, he comes in. In Dawn of the Dead, he's one of the bikers. Okay, so he comes in here. As soon as he goes into the mall, he hits a zombie with a machete. Yeah. Okay, now let me tell you something special about that machete. That's no ordinary machete. That machete, that very same machete, is the machete used in this movie. Whoa. So this machete, is more an inanimate object is more famous than I will ever be.
0: That's, that's two iconic movies to two have iconic
1: movies That machete is getting so much ass Yeah it is I wonder where that machete is now Getting ass <laughs> Getting <G'nays>. ass <laughs> Getting ass Yeah so that's what I know. So now you know. So next that's, time you see that a, machete, that... you be like, "That's a world famous machete." I don't. Th- I think that's the most famous machete there is. No, you look at that machete and say, "That's an Ozark fact." Yeah, you know, that's that's the best one you've had. Thank you. That's very. I, that's a big fact. Thank you. Sometimes, Whoa. sometimes you, you, you're very generous for giving me the facts. No, wow. That's a everybody big fact. knows I don't fucking know this. Anyway, yeah. so that's great. You got you know some about this movie here. I do. Okay, go ahead. So.
0: Did, uh, what what'd you think about the scenery of this movie here? Did you like the house? I thought the Jarvis house was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like my house kind of looks like the Jarvis house a little bit. Like the uh, old look of it and things of that nature. And it's one of the reasons that attracted me to this house. Okay? And that's the reason that I like it. But aside from that, aside from that, this house gets more ass than we do too you know that this house was in a couple different movies here a couple different movies what movies were these in well I'll tell you. please tell me so there was a movie by the name of Eraser that came out in the 90's this movie's in it okay do you remember that movie My Girl with the Bees and it got Machokey choking and it burnt him up you know yes yes I do yeah yeah he got stung and died yeah, yep, he got got by the candy man Well, in the second My Girl
1: There's a second one?
0: Yeah, it's My Girl 2
1: How? The guy's dead
0: Well, I don't know what they did Does she kill somebody trouble?
1: else with her fucking shit? Nope Does she ruin some other man's life by bringing him around bees or peanuts or whatever the hell he's allergic it's to? It's the prequel to Silence of the lamp She gets Buffalo Bill into
0: the moths oh, okay And she breaks up with him, so he's confused on uh, who he is And I that's g- how So, in My Girl 2 the Jarvis House, okay, and then there's also an HBO TV show called Entourage. Many people watch it, and I haven't watched it many times, but there, this house is in it too. This house is getting a lot of ass, yeah. But if I was any of those other movies, I would be like, This is the Friday the 13th, Four House, oh, we're in good shape, you know. It'd be,
1: I would be so excited to be there. Where is that house located at, do you know? California, oh, yeah, I ain't going there. California, oh, thank you, wow. And I not. I did not know that that house was that famous. Yep, yep. That's a pretty good fact there. That is a good fact. Do you know anything else?
0: Well, hmm. no. I think that's good for what do you know? Yeah, I, I think mean that's those some are good two. Facts. Those are
1: pretty two big important facts here. I don't know how many more facts you can put in here not that many. people may or may not know. Yeah, not many. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I like that. That feels good.
1: That's really great here. Good stuff. Okay, we're gonna go now. Cool stuff. Mark. You ever feel lonely? No. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Um. I hope somebody actually asked me that, so I could just tell them that. No, because that's when you somebody asks. If you ask somebody that, you know their answer is not going to be that. Everybody feels lonely at some point, When we just like, no. <laughs> That's probably my favorite word in the English language, English language is no. Go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> you ever feel lonely? Go fuck
0: yourself. Do you ever feel small? No. <laughs> nah, I can't say I have. Mark, but on a for real note, there is a plethora of kills in this movie. I want to say there's Thirteen bodies in this movie. That's very convenient, as it being Friday the 13th. What uh, murder stands out the most to you, man? Because I, you
1: murder. Know... Oh, uh, what murder stands out the most to me? Um, okay, yeah. well, the pro, the one that probably, we'll say the one that I liked the most was. Um, Whatever her name is, because they're all forgettable so quickly. Um, it's when Jason throws her out the window and she lands on the car, and the car just windows just. Was that one blow of the out. twins? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was the one that Jimmy, banged. Yep. yep. Yeah, and then Jason comes in and just throws her out the window, and she comes and she lands on the car, and it, it did it all in slow motion too, which made it perfect because you're just anticipating like, well, well, and then the overdramatic of the car windows just blowing out from her, landing on it. Great. Yeah, I like that. Great. I liked that one a lot just because it was in slow motion and it made me laugh. I like the shower kill kind of through the, uh, you know... That is
0: pretty brutal. It takes, you know, killing the pretty girl in the shower. It took like like the the most handsome dude on the cast, you know, like the pretty boy kind of guy and he just fucked him up in the shower just no weapon really needed just no smash your head into the and tile. those
1: two were having like a romantic night and all that <laughs> <laughs> and just comes in and ruins it <laughs> yep he don't care about your feelings no he don't care about your romantic evening Mm-mm. what's your favorite part i got your favorite kill. What was your favorite part? There's a lot
0: of favorite parts. You know what's really funny part to me? What? Or at least I'll start with that. Is young Tom, Tommy Jarvis spying on the girl getting naked. Yeah. He's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets super excited, man. That's like for real the most honest response. Yeah. Like he's just like doing shit. You don't even know what he's doing. He's like pretending to hump. He's like. Ooh, ooh. Hey, like he's starting to become a man. Yeah. All right. right then. He's becoming a man. The blood is finally flowing for him. That's right. That's right. So I thought that was a super funny scene. I cannot watch that without cracking up and laughing. Tell me, though, Mark, that the uh, Rob character, is that his name, Rob? Like the big manly guy that, um, is that his name? I think I wrote it over there. I always fucking forget you his Rob, the hiker guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Rob. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. So, um... I like, because they kind of make it feel like, is he the killer? That's the way they alluded to at first, because they're like, this guy pops out of nowhere, he's asking strange questions. But, yeah, there are a
1: bunch of teenagers up here partying.
0: <laughs> like, like, who has that question? That's the guy your mom wanted to marry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anybody's mom like wanted to marry, like, you know... <laughs> That's the guy that they want their daughter to marry. He's just like, "Hello, ma'am." Like he's just the super nicest, like all-American guy. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah. No, no problem. No, the car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, I don't care don't... about you. Look here.
0: What's? How do we get you out of here? Mm-hmm. This is a problem. But I liked it. You know what else? When he was in the basement or whatever, like when he was getting killed, he said, "He's killing me." <laughs> who, who yells that?
1: <laughs> He's
0: killing me. <laughs> like you're like, huh?
1: Yeah, man, that's fun. That's I, fun. I got a random one. I just, I don't know why this is, but I believe it's uh, when I think it's Mrs. Jarvis. Or is it Trish? Whatever, who's running from? It's probably Trish. Probably Trish. Okay, it's when uh, it's after Jason's. Like, it's down. I think it's basically down to Trish. Almost. She like goes out the window. Yeah, but before that, when they're in their house, when she runs out of the house and she runs to the other house because it's next door. Dude, seeing Jason run is by far the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he took off, bro. He took off, but he did like, you remember when we, when we used to be stuck in traffic and you'd slowly pull up against somebody and go like that, and when you did this. The Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah. the Dumb and Dumber. It's like a Dumb and Dumber run. Like, it's not something you expect Jason to do, and he's just running behind her like, I'm going to get you. Come <laughs> in, Go back and watch that scene of him running and tell me you don't crack up. Because he's not supposed to, like, you're not used to seeing Jason run. You're used to him just being there. Yeah. And you're fucked. Yeah, he but took he, off. But he doesn't run. But he started taking off like Jason, like. <laughs> Anytime Jason's mask comes off,
0: I'm laughing. I don't care which movie it is. It's just, he's got this, like, huh? <laughs> like, you know, like that, like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, I hope you guys are watching this visually because
0: his face is... <laughs> I would, like, I would be less mad at him if his mask came off. I'd be like, ah, oh, hey, man, you just, hey, guys, let's, say hey, you want a seat, man? You want to hang out? Like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. It's like the guy from the Goonies. Yeah, you're like, ah, let's cut him some slack, guys. Yep. You know, once Michael's mask comes off, he's just a dude. And you're like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Why are you trying to kill me? Jason's comes off, you're like, oh.
1: Yeah, I understand why you're frustrated.
0: I think he's on the
1: spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the nicest way of saying somebody's retarded. I know, you can't say that <laughs> No, you want. can't, though. Even though that was the technical term. That was the, that's like, you know, calling a, Something a penis, like that's the technical term, or a vagina.
0: It was, it was. Now you got
1: to say he's on the spectrum. But he most
0: definitely was. Oh, for sure. There was something wrong with that bone structure. Like this dude was born next to Chernobyl or something. You remember Blinky from The Simpsons? Yeah. That's his fish. He's got the same (laughs) kind of stuff there.
1: (laughs) Jason was born into... That boy ain't all there. <laughs> no, he ain't. He ain't. He ain't he's only. I told you he was playing with half a deck. <laughs> I told you that boy ain't all there. No, he ain't all there. That's why he's going around here in a hockey mask. He's playing hockey on a on a rink with no ice, a lake with no ice. Dumbass. I tell you, man. As far as like rage, Jason,
0: him breaking through windows and through doors, like he had some great scenes, like kicking down a door, bro. He meant business. Oh well, like, yeah, he
1: kicked that shit down.
0: And then when he came through the window to snatch Tommy Jarvis, so like a little story, some people may know this, but I heard Corey Feldman uh, talking. He said that whole scene from... When dude got thrown through the window, which he was launched through the window, which was quite hilarious, Uh, because it it was just so like, you're like, oh my god, (laughs) he should fucking do it. Like, it wasn't like a gentle toss where he rolls over. You see him bloody and dead. He just uh, here's your friend, (laughs) like he just just tossed them at him. And uh, from that whole scene all the way throughout this whole exchange, um, it was like one one take to where. They shot in one take all the way to the point where he got grabbed out the window by Jason. That iconic scene. Apparently, they had it all timed out like, um, like, da, 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 boom, da, 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 boom. Like, they they had, like, a pace of three. And, like, when he went to go stand at the window, like, after three, like, nothing happened. Ted White waited, like, 20 seconds. So, like, he thought they didn't know what he didn't know what was going on. So that reaction from Corey was very genuine because he was just like, ah, <laughs> you know, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's little tricks you got to do to do that, man. But, man, that would be – just think about that, man. I hope I get to play a killer one day and just be fun. Like, you show up for work. What you got to do? All right, you got to pretend that you're going to get these people. But first you have to kick down a door. You get to bust through a window that's oh man that and, t- and Ted so wasn't
0: fun. just like a big dude I mean a lot like Kane Hodder and Ken Kersinger both were special effects guys but like they kind of ran into this territory where it's like well you're Jason we can't have you do the stunts because if we lose you then we'll lose the Ted White just kind of did everything I, I'm sure he had stunt people but like it was him and a lot of the shit so it was kind of cool that he had the ability to just like yep you're, you're the one doing it you're gonna come <laughs> and like he says a little run that was a
1: lot of fun Well, Christian Ramey, um, we have to figure out what your favorite Friday the 13th movie rates on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Hi. Sloppy Horror Rating, baby, yeah! Woo! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. This is the segment here where we are going to rate this movie on a horror movie scale, not a movie scale. So get that idea right at your damn brain because we're talking about horror movie stuff here so we're going to do this here on a series of four categories three categories worth three points last category is worth one point for a total of 10 points altogether that's correct so let's get into the first category here in the sloppy horror podcast rating and that is casting ozark mark that's me there's some big actors in
0: here. There's some actors whose careers never panned out. <clears throat> Everybody worked well together. I want to give this a solid two. Out of all the Friday the 13th, I'd say the, there's more character cohesion with this one than many of the others. Um, not saying it's non-existent with every other one, but there's a lot of like... Be acting, and there are parts in this Friday the Thirteenth where it's just a movie, and you are watching it. It is an eighties movie, and there's parts where you're like, okay, it's a corny Jason movie. But at the same light, everyone worked well. You got Corey Feldman, you got Crispin Glover, Ted White
1: as Jason. Um, yeah, and they, and they seemed yeah you know, they seemed like a group of friends. Whereas the other ones, you have the character like, oh, that's the slut friend. Oh, that's the swine. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's the douchebag guy. Oh, that's the pothead. Oh, this. they all have the same. And you know that. But this one, it's like, oh, these kids are just a fucking group of kids. huh You know, so it worked that way. All right, so that's two points there. That's two out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. Let's go into the second category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating, and that is Kills. Mark, help me out here because I'm. I it's hard for me not to give this a three. Well, there's 13 of them.
0: 13 of them, they're all individual, they're all unique, there's brutality, there's blood, there's weapons, it's in your face, it's out of your face, there's pop-ups later, there's all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I mean, and it's Tom Savini, so, I, I I just don't know how to give us anything but a three. I mean, this is everything 80, what
1: we ask for. For an 80s movie, man, them kills don't look that, that cheesy. They don't. Especially that head saw, man. Right from the beginning, that one. Like every time I watch it, I'm very impressed. You're just like, shit, dude. Well, that's how you start it off, man. So fuck. Yeah, and no mercy with the kills. So that's three. I, 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 I that's acceptable to me. That's very much acceptable to me. This is the kill. This is the kill king here. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Friday the thirteenth is the always the king. tippy top with yeah. kills. Right. They deliver. You got to. So that's five out of ten here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go into the third and final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear.
0: This one's hard, man. This is a hard one for me because I don't know what year to like rate this in. Because like, if I'm rating this now, I don't like. I mean, I feel like kids would probably be freaked out by this if you watched. Let a kid young enough watch this. I mean, yeah, they would probably be scared. For sure, because they know who Jason is. And, like, they have the, all right, this guy's here to kill us. So, like, I mean, I think the legend's still alive a little bit. I don't know. Like, my son would probably get freaked out. He's 11. Like, he he wouldn't be, like, piss your pants scared, but he'd probably be like, da. No, he'd be uncomfortable for sure. Yeah, there'd be moments. I mean, there might be moments his interest are peaked. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> huh. Yep. Those socks are going to start getting thrown away soon. <laughs> That's... But here's the thing man this is the
0: movie that like really sparked a lot of people's fear for Jason uh when I watched this as a kid it f- I mean it messed me up man this is the one that like really started my like he's real Jason's the guy I was like an expert at this point after seeing like two movies but this one was the one that really got me so like if I ha- I don't know man I feel like part of me just wants to give it a one and a half for, like, the years past. You know, like, all the decades past where it really, man, it was a foundation. This was, like, the Jason movie. Because in my opinion, I really like Five, but after Five, I feel like it's when it stepped into a category of, like, not corny, but Jason became a pop culture character, kind of like Freddie did in his later movies. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy them. Just means that it was a different thing. Yeah he was there was still some mystique about him in this one so i don't i, I want to give it a one and a half because i don't i mean it the other one and a half that it's not getting is because it's 2022 and there's so much distance and jason ha- our whole lives jason has pretty much been an
1: iconic character yeah he's become a, he's become a icon for so, sure so and icons become less scary yeah so there's uh, no
0: mystique to it now but man i can't like just sit here and say that there was no fear associated with jason
1: no i know several people that are scared of jason Mm -hmm. still so that's fine one and a half i mean that's i mean that's the most even you can get here yeah um so that is six and a half out of ten here so let's go on to the final one point category for half a point each and that is re-watchability I think it's clearly rewatchable to you because you've seen it so many goddamn times. So you yep. automatically get half a point from you. Yep. I'm going to say most of the Friday the 13th are very rewatchable because there's no spoilers in the story. It's just you're watching it to see Jason kill people. Yeah, and there's
0: no commitment involved. You're no, just...
1: it's, it's, it's mindless. And mindless things, mindless things are very much rewatchable. You can rewatch them at any point. You know what you're watching. If you're in the mood for that, bam. If somebody every, dies- Halloween, every Halloween comes around, you got to watch at least something with Jason in it at least once. And that's your rewatchability there because it does have the holiday on its side. So that is 7.5 out of 10 total for Friday the 13th, part 4, the final chapter. Pretty good score. Yep. Pretty very good, good score. score. Verified for your ass. Give that shit a check mark.
0: You'll like it.
1: Yeah. So, Mark. Yes. A little fun
0: thing we like to do here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast after every rating. I thought we weren't talking about that in public. Oh, sorry. You meant the that, other thing. The mo- Yeah, the other thing. The other thing. Um, I've got medication for that, by the way. Anyways, moving forward. Just wash yourself before, man. You know what I mean? The cream is supposed to
1: help. <laughs> We could be ad actors, dude (laughs) That's a comedy show right there No, we couldn't because I would laugh Yeah, no doubt We would be horrible, everybody would get pissed at us Because we'd make each other laugh (laughs) Yep, it would work, it would work So, folks What
0: we really like to do here As Ozark Likes to give the kids He likes to be a, a leader of the children You see he will guide your child. He will rear your child in the right direction. And he's going to give us an age rating of Friday the 13th, Part 4. So let's go ahead and hit the music. I missed you, mister. Mister, mister, Rosark. Tell him if you're old enough Hello. to watch that scary you know, stuff. It's for the parents Ooh. who will give up. A- yeah. All right, mister, Rosark. Mark, this is the wonderful segment called... Ozark marks parental guy dance, and what he will do is give us a nice little age here for your kiddos, so that way you're not letting them watch something a little too severe. So what do you think, Mark, Um, for all the parentals out there? Maybe somebody's babysitting. They want to watch a scary movie.
1: Well, keep in mind there's a lot of nudity, there's a lot of sexual content in this movie, and there's a lot of violence, and it's Jason. So... If you are going to leave the room or if you are not in their presence, I feel like you could go as low as 14. That's a uh, great answer. 14 is a great answer because they're curious and they know what's going on and it won't fuck them up. It depends on the child, again, of course, every time. But... If you are in their presence and you want to feel less comfortable because nothing is more uncomfortable than watching something with underage children that has sex in it. It makes you feel very uncomfortable. I don't care who you are. I don't care who it is. So go with 16. That way, they know you know that they're familiar with sex and constant. You know they've been masturbating for several years, so they know what the hell's going on. It's rang in there, yeah. <clears throat> but minimum fourteen, they though. know. But minimum fourteen. But keep that in mind, then. So that's what I am saying to you. Fourteen, yeah. So that's that's my, it, folks. That's my recommendation for your ass there. That's
0: good stuff. Yes, that's good stuff, guys. Fourteen by themselves, sixteen together. That is what's going on. Wow. So, folks, folks, here's the thing. I'm here with Ozark Mark, and he has something special to tell you, all right? Because Ozark Mark has been working really hard, all right? He's been working super hard, okay? And I want you to tell them what you've been working hard on every Monday, okay? And then editing. Where can they find our bonus content, Ozark Mark, that you've been working so hard at? Where can they find it?
1: Are you talking about the Patreon? Yeah. I'm oh talking. yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we already talked about that in the beginning. Oh, I guess we got to plug it again. Okay. Yes. So, if you love this show, if you love it. Okay, if you love this show and you've gone through all the episodes and you're like, "Man, I don't want to wait a week for the new episode to come out." Well, guess what? You don't have to because if you sign up for a little thing we like to call Patreon. Now, we're taking the small donations, okay? Just because we're doing putting in <clears throat> A lot. There's a lot of work that goes into this podcast, whether you believe it or not, okay? And we're doing our best to get it out there. So we need a little help from you to help us get it going. Now, the more help we get, the more content we can pump out for you. But right now, we're in a position to do little bonus episodes for you every week. And those are on Patreon. There is a $3, $5, $15, and $20 tier, depending on what your fancy is and how much you make. $3, $5, $10, and $20. Whatever, that's what I said so go to patreon.com sign up you get a bonus episode every monday of video or audio it's all raw it's all uncut and it is pretty much doing whatever the hell we want to do so it's very entertaining another little thing we can get you company for and there's also special perks make sure you read them for each tier so you can Mm -hmm. get more involved and get better stuff and you can
0: have, you know, a leg up on everybody. That was nice, Ozark. Thank I you. like that. I yeah, like
1: that. I'm a pretty good uh, promoter, I guess. I have no idea. You are. You are. Thank you. So, next week. Next week, what is the hint? We've only got of... two more episodes of the season. You know that, right? Do we? Yep. Okay, what's the next hint? Hinty, hint, 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 hint. I'm so, guessing it's a sequel. Well, like, yep. <clears throat> okay. What but, do we got? This movie is a third. A third? Yes. A third of what?
0: It's the third movie of the franchise. Okay, there's a franchise? So this is a franchise. It has to be a sequel. Right. It's the third movie of the franchise. Okay. And it has Brad Dorif. Brad Dorif, huh? Now, we've already covered Brad Dorif, but we're not talking... We've covered Brad Dorif in two movies already. Wow. Halloween 2 and Bride of Chucky. Okay. And this is a, not a Halloween franchise. This is not a Chucky movie. This is the third movie of another franchise. And if you know, you know... I have no idea,
1: Wow, it's <laughs> a lot of franchises <laughs> <Legit>. <laughs> so Google Brad Dorf in the third movie of a franchise, and you might be able to figure out or or if you're a person that likes to watch the movie before the episode comes out so you can stay up to date and don't get any spoilers, go to Patreon and we tell you what it is. I think uh, this will be one of your favorites. you think so?
0: It's got a lot of acting. Okay. And a lot of funny dialogue moments. You like think a, so? I Yeah, I think you're going to crack up through majority of the film.
1: Okay. okay. Good. I like to crack up.
0: I do, too. It's got that old feel that you appreciate in movies, but it's, uh, the talking in it is just far, like, you can't not laugh. <laughs> you can't not laugh. So, I, I really appreciate that movie. So, man, two more episodes. We're going to do it big, as always, and, uh, who knows? Like I said, we got... Big things coming. Short movies, live
1: shows, and another season. What's it going to be? Make sure you go to sloppyhorrorpodcast.com. Keep an eye out for when merch drops, because that's coming in here in the next couple weeks. It's just a process. to work with us, please. Okay, I got all this shit made. We just need to get the stuff out of the way, which we're working on. And great articles, great reads. We got people doing articles. Well, we got one writer. Her name's Courtney. She's fucking fantastic. She
0: does... I mean, she's... I fancy myself good with words, and she always sets the bar. So yeah, these articles doing, are great. She's so,
1: doing a very great job with those. Very interesting reads. Yes. And uh, I click on them every time. So you folks better
0: share these up and uh, know that we're going to be back. It, 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 when we just see, don't quit.
1: When you see a sloppy article on the news, motherfucker, what the fuck you going to do? Share it up. Share it up. Yeah. Uh, uh, share it up. Share it up. Share it. Share it. Sharon is Karen. share it up share, share it up share our articles baby come on do 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 we're Zombie. a news source dun, dun, and dun, a dun, podcast dun, 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 dun.
0: Yeah. yeah i have a cat that lives in our studio where's church at uh, she's got a cone on her head she's oh, over yeah. there because we ripped out her ovaries <laughs>
1: No cat babies for you. No. (laughs) Your ovals are gone. Is that what they do? Ovalos. They rip them out? I I would assume they do something where they're not in there anymore. I don't know. Hmm. Cats hate guns on their head. Yes, but that is a lovely thing to go out on. And we will see you next week here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Wowzers. What a mess in your trousers.